Yeah. So I got my boat tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. But we gotta do this right, man. Uh, rest in peace, mm-hmm. Cecilia Tyson. So you know we got a little tribute for her. that I could not afford the luxury of just being an actress and that I would use my career as my platform. R.I.P. 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 legend, man. We back. Cicely, we love you. You know that a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. We know, we know, we know. You feel me? My goodness, man. Raising in the sun. Jeez. So uh we back, fellas. You know what I mean? It's been a oh, long shit. time coming. <laughs> this nigga flow look like he wanna say something, but don't wanna say something. Like I'm just confused. This nigga said a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. I didn't know. I'm assuming it has something to do with a movie. That's a movie. I, I you never know. saw that movie? Nah. All right, bet. So when the episode drops tomorrow, I'm going to make a personal video with the DVD in my hand because you wilding. You wilding on that. I think you acting like as if though everybody's supposed to understand a reference a hero is a... Yo, if you Cicely keep, you Tyson did, did a movie in the 80s called A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich. That's wild. Anybody got an on-man moment? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to my job that thought they could get a nigga to turn around on the train talking about, hi, Officer Gray, can you turn around because somebody called out, no, bitch, I can't, nope, <laughs> no, <laughs> these nuts, <laughs> these, <laughs> these nuts, <laughs> no, these nuts, <laughs> nigga, no, 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 <laughs> no. All, it, all right, see, I don't like this camera angle, dogs. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. Yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. He do too much it's, shit with this camera angle. I much. can't, say it. It's for the ratings. It's for the ratings. Um, I'm not sure if it's for that either, but we're going to keep it pushing. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> oh, God. The, 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 does anybody else have an all man moment? D flow. Do you have some things you have to get off your testicles today? <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> n- nothing off the. Nothing I got an all man testicles, moment. Man. Sure. I, I've been <laughs> I've been chilling McMillan, man, grinding. So I have no mm-hmm. no crazy things, things that's been happening, happening besides, besides the snow, snow came down, down and 
decided, decided to bury niggas inside, inside for a little, little bit. But wow, wow. Snow came down, down and decided, decided to bury niggas, niggas inside. inside. Oh. Wow. You're the right. only one. You're the only one that makes <laughs> make that correlation, dogs. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know That's what to tell you. That's how it goes. Snow came down. You feel me? This nigga X looked like a rapper that just beat Sonic six times. I don't even know what that means, dog. <laughs> I'm not sure, bro. You gotta, you gotta pick some different, different references, bro. You the references, you're losing us on the references, man. Yeah, fuck you too, Flo. So I do have an all man moment. Um, my all man moment has to do with a poll that I put up earlier. So there's a new phrase. You know, kitties okay, okay. out here, and it's called applying pressure. Anybody familiar yeah, yeah. with applying? All right. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of women out here talking about, you know what I mean, niggas ain't been applying the pressure appropriately. So yeah. I put up a poll, and I was like, well, what do y'all consider the appropriate amount of applying pressure? So let me go through some of these, you know what I mean, questions, and some of the answers I got. I know these answers are going to be wop, talky, stupid. And then when we get to the... To the end, you're going to know why this is an all-man moment for me. So, the first one, I asked, what does pressure look like, right? Oh, I'm going to have to turn this shit off real quick. Uh, Matter of fact, no. So, the first thing is, Mm. right, texting. So, is the right amount of pressure with texting, texting every day, or texting a few times a week? Now, most of the people that answered said texting every day. 78% of the people said texting every day is a prime, really, really? appropriate pressure, right? Hold Before you go further with this shit, bro. Here we go. Before we go any motherfucking further, bro. 78%? In fact, you know what? Continue because there's several, <laughs> there's several issues I've detected before you even made it to the second statement. Go ahead. To continue. Go ahead. Now, now, continue. I, I, I'm gonna save my thoughts. I'm gonna save my thoughts. The next one is calling. So, uh-huh. should you call every day when you're applying the appropriate amount of pressure, or a few times out of the week? People said, sixty-seven percent of the time, they want someone to call them every day when they want them to apply appropriate pressure <laughs> to let them know that they're interested. Seventy-six huh? percent. All right. Now, okay. when it's in terms of meeting up and going out, 89% of the people said we need to meet up at least once a week if you're applying appropriate you're, pressure. You're fucking stop, stop. You're lying. Stop. No. Yeah, that, that, that's reasonable. Now here. No. Here is where. Here's where I have an issue. I then put, do you apply the same pressure that you want? And a hundred percent of the people said that they apply the pressure that they want. Y'all motherfuckers is lying. <laughs> y'all are lying. No, y'all are not. <laughs> I know some of y'all that was on this poll. Y'all and I might have had dated some of y'all that was on this poll, and y'all not applying the pressure that y'all claim y'all want. All right. Now let's get. Can we dig into this a little bit? Because um, of course. you said that uh, you said it's reasonable, Flo. I, I think it's reasonable because think about it, bro. The once a week I fully agree on. If you if you really if you really trying to press a shorty, trying to get her to link up, 
and try to get her to go out with you. I think it's actually pretty reasonable that y'all actually try to link at least one a week, once a week, maybe even twice a week. And Nick, y'all niggas know. Both of y'all single ass niggas know. Nigga, who got time for all that? Fuck, fuck the pandemic. Let's talk prior pandemic. Let's talk prior a year ago because this is going on a year now. Twenty. Let's talk twenty. Let's talk twenty nineteen. Y'all niggas was linking up with these chicks at least once a week. If you really was flexing, nah, really once a week is a bit much, bro. I was, I, I might have been if outside. You really was to link, if you really was trying to link with Shorty, tell me you ain't trying to see her at least once a week. Once a week I, is a lot, bro. I ain't so, I, I ain't saying date. I ain't saying niggas is going on a date every week. I'm saying nah, link but up still, at least bro. once a week. No, but not, bro. That's to me. That's the. That's why when X read that, I said that. Nah, that. that that's why I don't know. About the, the alternative was bi-weekly, twice out of the month. I could do that. Bi-weekly makes sense. Yeah. Bi-weekly sounds sound all right for me. Wait. So let's clarify something for our listeners. Are we talking going on dates once a week or linking up once linking, a week? Linking. So y'all telling me if y'all actually trying to flex with the shorty, y'all want at least go out to see her. So, Once a week. So here's Whether my it's thing. Hanging out or anything like that. Here's my thing. I'm gonna let X go first. Y'all not gonna like me, but I gotta. Say. I think what. So this goes back. This circles back to the conversation that we had a while ago in terms mm-hmm. of what's the difference between talking, dating, and relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that this amount of pressure here is the solidifying factor. That's that's a person telling someone else they're ready to get into a relationship. I'm not pressuring you like this if we still talking, but a lot of people want you to pressure them like this to show them that you want to date them. And I think that that ain't it. Like if we're still in a talking phase, I'm not seeing you once a week. That's that's I'm not, not happening. I'm not I'm not even texting you every day. If I'm if I'm, if I'm being completely honest and nigga probably going to get killed, but this is the motherfucking truth. Um I definitely have dated chicks last year and out of the chicks that I've dated, there was one of them within the the span of three months of, um, you know, uh, talking and whatnot. I only met her with her two times. All right. So let, let's, 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 so X made a valid point earlier when he said the clarification as to what point in the timeline are we, are we kind of pointing to like, at the end of the day, if y'all if y'all are in that phase where y'all don't went on a few dates, and at this point it's established that y'all like each other, mm-hmm. and now the interest is there to show her that yo, I really you're competing for her attention at this point, and vice versa if the shorty's doing it, then I think it's reasonable. Obviously, if y'all still getting to know each other, nah, fuck that hoe. You gonna see me when you see me. That's it. You feel me? That's and, it. And that's a different story. But I think at this point, I think. If 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 this is the situation, I think what Shorty's got to understand is that unless we're at that point where both of us are mutually on the same grounds of, yo, we're exploring entering a relationship with each other, then there's no reason for you, for me to give you or for you to command so much of my attention. Yeah, I'm not you pressuring really like- you unless unless it's starting. It already gradually got to that point. We already right. like real like at that point, I didn't cut everybody else off. If I'm seeing That's you once a week, I didn't cut everybody else off. If I'm texting you every day and calling you every day, first of all, you never know how I feel about calling. So, I mean, that, that's a little, little much. But regardless if, if I'm with you or not, I'm just not a phone person. 
See, ladies, that nigga, that nigga moved the mic further to his mouth so y- y'all can hear him. That nigga, don't, don't be blowing up his phone like that every motherfucking day, all right? Play with yourself, okay? Play with yourself, all right? Thank you. But, like, like if, 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 um, yeah, if, if I'm at that point, then I'm already kind of signaling and I already made up in my mind that we about to be in a relationship. Well, 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 you can only speak for yourself, young man. Like I said, I, I, I may get killed. Even though I would still be talking to somebody seriously every uh, day or, you know, if it gets to that point, um, I, I still might be talking to somebody else just as consecutively every day. As well. I mean, talking every day is different from... If I'm being honest, if, if I'm being honest. I think talking every day is different from, like, if I'm, if I'm calling and texting you every... Oh, nah, calling and texting every day, nah. There's only one person I do that to, and you know who you are. Mwah. Yeah, I'm not... Okay. I can't... At that point, I didn't. I didn't most likely <laughs> narrow down the playing field. Like, but but this is what these shorties don't be trying to say, though. X, they be saying that, and they will have six niggas doing that same shit. That's every it. day. That's they will it. have six dudes in the inbox doing the same shit. I'm them. doing the five shorties. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> this nigga wild for respect. <laughs> What? Are we bringing Why that you back into respect, bro? <laughs> Why you wild for respect? Goddamn, bro, you get it? I don't know. I'm just happy to do a podcast with you. Put your I'm dick back in your pants. I'm just happy to do a podcast. Bring your pants, bro. I'm just happy to do a podcast. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls his dick out and he has a condom on already. Uh, listen, so, yeah. <laughs> we're about to talk about dicks being pulled out in a second. We're about to. I'm gonna pause on it. <laughs> Wait, hold on, this dude. The, the, the level of enthusiasm that you have right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's there. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of enthusiasm <laughs> protruding from, from the camera. We're not even in the same room with you, bro. So before we get before we get into to the to the heavy heavy topics of the week, oh. we we definitely got a couple. And this episode might be a little bit longer. I'm trying to. I'm hoping we still keep it about an hour and a half of just great content. But we somebody might... definitely hit me and was like, "Can y'all please keep it to an hour and a motherfucking half?" I said, "We will try, baby. We will try. It may not happen though. I'm, I'm not even going to hold y'all. Two hours is reasonable." Yeah. So, um, so I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day, um, mm-hmm. and we were talking, and she brought up that like she'd be talking with her homegirls, and she'd be giving niggas whole names. So, oh, wow. my question is, are you aware of your whole name? Do you do you know if you have a whole name from any of the people that you've ever dated? I'll exclude myself from this conversation. <laughs> um, um, daddy, daddy, daddy is one, one of my, my whole names. names. Um, okay, I got an add on right, right now that says, says yes, yes, daddy, daddy right, right now. now. Um, um, this nigga's still wild for respect. <laughs> Why you wild? <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna need you to relax, bro. Jesus Christ, wild for respect, bro. Um, uh, so he's gonna take off his shirt and rub his chest here next. Jesus don't give this nigga ideas, uh, nigga. Damn, son. Uh, what else? Um, you know, after that stunt that we pulled on um horrible decisions, um, toe sucker, um. Damn, damn! I didn't even know that. I didn't. <laughs> my life. Is, I didn't even know that down. impacted life, your life like that, bro. Yeah, my life went downhill a little bit after that. You know, it just it, it tumbled. It tumbled in a pile of uh, weed. Um, what else? 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, toe sucker. I was like, damn, okay. Um, I think those are really the two I'm aware of. I mean, yeah, yeah, those are the two that I'm that I'm aware of. I was told that I have had a whole name in, in a, a previous situation, but I was told that I cannot be privy to the whole name. Has that ever happened? Where they say, oh. and I was like, yo, does that does that mean it was? A- <laughs> Wallet for respect. I'm fucking done. Yo, y'all niggas is wallet. <laughs> I, I I was told that I, I couldn't be I couldn't uh be told what my whole name was. And I was y'all like, well niggas wait. Talk about distinguished. Y'all niggas ain't nothing but a bunch of hoes. <laughs> and I, I was like <laughs> Nigga, you a hoe. You yeah, a hoe. Yeah. I mean I asked about it <laughs> and and basically I was told I just can't be privy, and that person didn't make the whole name. Their friend made the whole name for me. They co-signs. Are you implying that you smashed both of them? Nah, right. I, didn't, I didn't do that. Come on. Come on. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. To... Wait, 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 wait. I know what this nigga is. I know what this nigga about a to better say. Question is, Yo, a better nigga. question is, <laughs> did you want to smash both of them? I don't even know the friend. I don't even know the friend. This, this, this I, don't, I don't trust this nigga word, bro. Nah, this nigga, I don't trust this nigga, him. This nigga, I don't trust him. Trying to cover his bases right to, now. He always do that shit, Flo. Well, this listen, nigga always want to cover. Nigga, you are not the pretty boy of the group. You listen, are let's see, like me. Let's see if we can get a female perspective on this shit. I'm going to call a friend of the show. You a hoe like me, bro. This nigga want to be light-skinned. No, nigga, you dark-skinned today. <laughs> Niggas, you bald? Underneath that hat? <laughs> Stop. Hello, Matessa, you Hello? are on dad hats and bow ties. How are you doing today? Please don't say anything oh, crazy. <laughs> but oh, we have Lord. a question for you. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. So we were talking about the whole name situation. Mm-hmm. And okay. we need your perspective on how women come up with whole names. Mm-hmm. Um... So how I come up with mine is like some type of like characteristic or like a feature that is like brought brought up when I'm talking to my friends. So usually like if you're, you know, talking to multiple people, then you're usually talking about this for like a really good friend or like in a group chat. And so like you first meet somebody, you tell your friends, Oh girl, I just started talking to, you know, I just met this dude. And then Mm -hmm. after you meet him or whatever, then you tell them how the, the first interactions with, and then somewhere in that is how the nickname, the whole name will come out. Now, would you interaction every sex? single time okay. you refer to this person, then you can refer to that whole name and your friends will know who they're talking about. Now, Matessa, um, mm-hmm. would you mind sharing a whole name that you came up with in the process that it took to get to that whole name? Wow. So one of my proudest whole names, and unfortunately <laughs> they're not a whole anymore, um, was me and my friend came up with, his name was, um, his whole name was 10 minutes because he lived 10 minutes from my house. We always had sex for 10 minutes and then he would take me back home in 10 minutes. So that's how his nickname became 10 minutes. 
What about half an hour? Distinguishes acts. What about half an hour? His name couldn't be half an hour. No. <laughs> Damn. Ten Damn. minutes was just, it's just quicker to say. Ten minutes. Well, love, thank you so much. We may be calling you at some other point uh, during this season. As you can see, we you know we stepping things up for season three. But thank you for your perspective. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course, All right, later. Bye. I re- I really um I really I really liked her whole voice. That was that was amazing. I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> that voice, that, yo, you can't front. That voice kind of sounded hoish. That voice sounded hoish. I, I'm, I'm not joining in on that. <laughs> you know what's wild about it, bro? I've really come to a conclusion that you these shorties are deceptive, son. A shorty might look like she's not really about much, my nigga. And really be out here flinging it back, bro. Like, really be out here have calling. Yo, well, you have you seen Long Dick Johnson lately? Like, what the fuck? Like, it, it happens. names and all types of shit. It happens. Huh. Oh, I meant to ask her about her theory on big dicks. Damn. Because she, she, wow, wow. She, we had a conversation aggressive. about big yeah, dicks. And she said that big dicks uh, typically take a long time to get up. And, you know, we'll, wow. we'll, we'll go into the Trey Songs uh, conversation in a second. But how? It's, it's so big. big. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot going on with that. Oh, uh, Woo. I just got wet. Woo. Okay. Matter of fact, why don't I'm going to call it back. <laughs> I'm gonna call her back. Call, I'm gonna call yeah, her back. Yeah, call, <laughs> and we're gonna bleep her name out. We're gonna bleep her name out. Yeah, uh, that's the bow ties, y'all. Uh-oh. Let's call it back. Good, good lord, Devo. Uh, uh, <laughs> <no. laughs> I have no comment Hello? on these. Yeah, I forgot to. I forgot to mention we did. We had another question, and we're going to um make sure that you're anonymous in the episode. But um, your theory. You all on- don't care, right? <laughs> Right. Yo, I love you. I love you. Yes. Yes, bitch. So we had a conversation about big dicks and you and you spoke about the the time it takes to get them active. Can you share your theory about big dicks for us? Wait, no, actually, because I've been watching a lot of documentaries recently, I actually saw like I watched one. I can't remember the name of it, but they were saying like people with big dicks like it takes longer for them to get hard because they need more blood to fill up their dick to get hard well, so that, but that anybody got process. time for that all that prep work by the time you get hard i'm dry like nobody got time for that um that actually just happened to me a couple weeks ago and it was like the most irritating thing ever like i was like nigga like how what do you need like what is How the big problem? Was the dick? A few weeks ago. Huh? How big was the dick? Um it wasn't huge. It was like regular big. Like the big that girls be like, Oh, I like big dicks. Like it's it What's was regular big? Regular big like is eight to ten. Is regular big is the size that girls be saying when they like big dicks. But not like the ridiculously big dicks that you would think that they're talking about. I never like not dicks, like some astronomical <laughs> like some like nine inch nigga like a regular seven and a half thick thick. Okay. But like so the, he, the thickness. So what, 
like oh, the thickness thick, okay, and the dirt, length the dirt. ratio. Oh, the dirt. Oh, okay. oh dirt, dirt, dirt. Okay, yeah. Dirt. It's the thickness to length ratio. Like, it's not really long, but super skinny. And it's not thick, but short. Like, it's the... So, even though, the even though it took him longer for the blood to get to the head, did you come? Did you get your orgasm? Did you No. Yeah. Damn. All right, well, all right. No further yeah. questions, Your Honor. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you later, love. I mean, I, we, I mean, women usually don't, so that's why you go home and masturbate after. Whoa, damn! damn. What the fuck? Listen, Man. we going. We, we will continue this conversation <laughs> at a later time. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So, um. I like this new segment of the show. <laughs> so, so distinguished. I have a That's question right. for you. But it's like a smile at all, boys. Go. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, what type of in between nigga are you? Now, let me clarify because I know <laughs> <laughs> you. You take that somewhere else. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? No. What type of in between nigga are you? And what I mean by that is this is gonna be a favorite clip. <laughs> when you when you are that nigga that's dating a girl that you know is in between relationships, right? Like mm -hmm. y'all start dating, she just got out of a relationship, but y'all kind of know that this isn't gonna be a relationship. What type of nigga are you? Like, are you the nigga that just is there to fuck? Are you the nigga that wines and dines the chick? Um, and fucks them, or are you the nigga that just takes them out, has a good time, and is kind of like a friend type of vibe, but not too worried about having sex? Well, I feel like in my, I feel like in my young life, about one, two, three, four, five, um, you know, times. Uh, so I, I definitely uh, played the part of all three niggas. I, I should say, uh, the, 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 the main, the main nigga out of the three niggas that we're talking about today on today's podcast, uh, good brother XAB. Is the nigga that actually just wines and dines? Um, because when you give a chick food, now I was talking to somebody that me and you both know, um, mutually, you know, we, we'll get to that later. But, um, and she said, yeah, um, anger, hunger is a real thing. And I said, anger, hunger is a real thing. I said, this is why I'm spending so much fucking money on these women, making sure that they get food, you know, making sure that they good. You know, I, I've, I've now become the nigga that, even if I'm not around you, ex, I'll just send food to your house. I'll send you $40 to go get the food, you know, just to make sure you good. And then hear about you venting about a nigga who, you know, was crying at dinner or, or some stupid shit like that. And then we joke about it. You know, we crack jokes and we laugh at the nigga. Then we go back and forth. And then, and then we send memes. <laughs> we send memes to what I'm like. This is, then we send gifts, like gifts. Through. I'm like, oh, this shit is juicy. And then I might come through and we might smoke some hookah. We might fuck. Or we just might talk and just watch a movie. You know what I mean? So I, I played the part of all three niggas in my, you know, young one, two, three, four, five life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Flo? You know Flo. Oh, I'm not in this conversation. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. okay. I, 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 I don't know, even know what y'all are talking about, to be honest. I'm just... Oh, okay. I, I'm just <laughs> asking a question. I tend to end up in the middle category because for whatever reason, most women, when they, when they find themselves interested... They often see me in a long-term situation. It's, it's very rare that a shorty is just like, I just want to have a good time with you. I but, would too. You're very attractive. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to call. I'm going to call Drina. 
I want Drina's opinion on this, and then we get right yeah. into the shits. We got is a Drina, lot for is, y'all. Is, is, is Drina married now? God nah, damn. The Drina's grand been married. on too. Drina has been on nah. these past few days. Let's see. Let's see if she picks up. I told her we might call a little later, so let's see if she's ready for us. Hopefully she's not with a big dick Johnson. <laughs> Hello? Drina, you are live on Dad Hats and Bow Ties. I have a few questions for you. I'm literally in this hour. <laughs> oh, yes! yes! Listen, it'll take five seconds if you could just, you know what I mean? No, we don't hear We don't hear the shower water, so I think, we, I think you're good. You don't hear it? Okay, all right, cool. Go ahead. Okay, so we're having a conversation about in-between niggas. Now, let me explain to you what an in-between nigga is. In-between nigga is when... Someone like you, right, Drina, you, you just got out of your relationship, you're back on the market, you're dating, but you're not really ready for a relationship yet. So all the niggas that you end up maybe in a situationship with, in between you being single, single and getting into a relationship, those are all in-between niggas. Now, my question for you is, what is your favorite type of in-between nigga? Do you like the in-between nigga that you just can call up and, and get your nut whenever you want? Do you like... The in-between nigga that you can smash, but also go out on dates and and it almost feels like a relationship, but y'all know it's not. Or do you like the in-between nigga that just takes you out on dates and never gets opportunity to try and smash it all? Oh, they're all so so good. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're all my favorite type of Uh, (laughs) in-betweens. Just like that shower head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It depends on the person, I would say. Like, okay. if I feel I can um, vibe with you on dates, then you can be that date and the uh, intimacy okay. person. If you are boring, like, if it's a boring person, I would just use you for, like, you know, sex, whatever. <laughs> like, let's not try to, like, make this a thing, you know? <laughs> what is you the, know, pr- the... The in-between guy might just end up being, you know... He might, he might get out the zone. He might get out the in-between zone. What's, he might make it <laughs> what's your uh, percentage with that, though? How many, how many in-between niggas typically, like... Make it to the finish line. Are, are, yeah, like, what's the in-between nigga ratio? How, the 30% just smashing? Yeah. 40%? I know, I'm like, I'm like, the, like the worst person to really access because, honestly, the way I date, I, I can only date... I'm so... I'm such a monogamous person. So I can only date one person at a time. I can only be intimate with one person at a time. So that's what kind of screws me up sometimes because someone who's supposed to be just be fun, once I'm intimate with them, now I'm like stuck with them mm. until we both decide that this is no longer working out. So I don't know. Like for me, it works out a lot that the in between guy turns into a, a potential thing, thing. person. Because okay. of the way I think. They must be giving some great head. Huh? Distinguished that they must be giving great head. I don't. I don't know how it correlates. You just gotta. You know what I mean. You just gotta roll. Okay. I mean, head head is important. Let's not. (laughs) Important factor. But yes, yes. So um, yeah, man. That's that's my life. So not everyone makes it to intimacy. But once I'm intimate with you, like I literally, I'm I'm I be given too much chances. I just post something saying um, it was like you girls be asking guys 
what color should you do your nails and they're not paying for it. And I was like, I've been living life all wrong because I literally do that. <laughs> like, why do I give you, I, I give guys, I give people a lot of like, um, put people on a pedestal, I would say. You give so them the I privileges give, that they... Yeah, I give you, I give them a lot of like privileges. So once I'm intimate with you, like it's almost like we're damn near in, in a relationship. But I've only been in one real situation in my life because most of the in-between guys end up like my real boyfriend. So... Mm. I got a I got a real question before you go. Okay. Um what color do you like your nails done? <laughs> I like my nails white. I'm boring. Say that. I don't like. Okay. I'll oh, be yeah. I'll be asking for the cash app at the end of this episode. Thank you. Have a great night. Drina, right. I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thank later. you. <laughs> hey, all right. So there you go. You know what I mean? For the listeners. It's three niggas, but now I we like can get female. I like this. Thank we can you, get a female like perspective. You know what I mean? So it ain't just like about this. us niggas no more. Uh, right, so, swinging dick all over the game. Yeah. Like well, this. speaking about swinging dick. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Well, we want we you want to we want to do the Super Bowl or we want to talk about Trey songs. I mean, niggas were swinging <laughs> dick for both of those, so. <laughs> Tom Brady swung his dick we, all over the field we, yesterday. We, we we can swing both dicks at the same time. We we have two hands. We can swing both dicks at the same okay. time. Okay. Uh, well, okay. how'd y'all feel about the Super Bowl? How, how'd y'all feel about that? I didn't even watch that shit, bro. I just watched it for the halftime show. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I just you. saw the highlights. I saw the highlights. Yikes. So what made it so that y'all didn't want to watch it or didn't feel like watching? I was shoveling snow, bro. I'm not a, I'm not a football fan, so... I always only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials <laughs> and halftime show. That's literally my thing. Like, I'm not a really big uh, football fan, so um, I never really, I never really, like, I wasn't really, never really into it. But I do watch the Super Bowl just to, for the entertainment purposes of it. That's all. How'd you feel about the halftime show? It was, it was pretty decent. I actually enjoyed it, to be honest. It was a little bit... Yeah, the weekend did his thing. It seemed a little bit kind of kind of all over the place at first, but it came together. And, yeah, in the um, beginning, the audio was off. Something was wrong with his yeah, audio. It was kind of, it was, eh. but the the whole thing together, like as one, was a pretty dope show. Um, I got to give props where props is due. He's he's a fantastic performer, and shout out to the other performers as well. I think Jasmine did her thing. Her is definitely stepping her game up. Now, we have to talk so, about her because her looked like Prince to me last night. She looked yeah, like the she, second she coming of Prince. Like, it's not on this list, but you guys know where my heart and passion is when it comes to this art form and the genre. Big shout out to Miss Amanda Gorman, 22 years old. She not only performed at the inauguration, but she's the first poet in the history of the Super Bowl to perform at the Super Bowl. Yeah, big, big for poetry, big for the culture, mm-hmm. not just poems, the culture. For there's millions of fucking poets, slammers, uh, <clears throat> po- uh, poet laureates, nationals. So to have one of us from the community, whether you like her poetry or not, she did that shit for us. So hats off to her. Shout out to her and her family. And, you know, I mean, I know that she is uh, she's at Harvard right now. Very intelligent young woman. I actually took time to read the um, inauguration poem. That's that one of our more powerful sense. blacks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she, she came out of nowhere. 
That's what it is. said that nigga, you right. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, man. Nah, it it was a it was good. I like the way they put it together. They um they did a great job. I feel like all these digital like event like the pandemic definitely rose uh people's digital presence and they've yeah. they've been finding ways to make videos, integrate videos and stuff into these performances in a way that actually makes them way more entertaining. Um, I feel like the Super Bowl itself, I know a lot of people felt like it was a little lackluster. I mean, it was a shutout 31 to nine. It was a lot going on in terms of like Mahomes' offensive line was just looking bad, but the officiating also kind of, it played a part to me. Like it played a major part and a lot of people aren't talking about it, but they had about like eight to 10 penalties within that first half. And I feel like that really changed the makeup of the game because your morale, your team morale goes down. Every time you catch a, a touchdown and then it's taken back or uh, the next team has a field goal and, and then they get yards back and then they get a first down and now they could go for a touchdown. Like the officiating to me had too much of a stamp on a, on the game, especially for it to be like the uh, Super Bowl. So that to me kind of took a little bit away from it. Um, and some people are saying that Patrick Mahomes, which is definitely being heralded as one of the, the, the greater new court quarterbacks, may never be able to catch Tom Brady because of this. So I don't know. I couldn't really root for Tom because, I mean, I know that politics and sports are in separate fields. And I... Right. I respect Tom Brady for who he is and what he's done for the game, but I don't know that's his a Trump supporter. That's a dub. Yeah, that Trump supporting shit is just a little weird the way he did it. He went about it. Again, I'm not faulting him for whatever politics. I don't know the man, so I don't know why he votes the way he votes. I don't know why he considers Donald Trump a friend. Um, that's none of my business, but it just made it a lot harder for me to be on the, the Brady bandwagon. But congratulations to that man. Definitely right. one of the, the greatest of all time in any sport. Mm-hmm. Seven rings in football is bananas. That is a fucking... Yeah, is he the only one? Yeah. He's, is he the only one? He's ahead of everybody else by three rings. The next ring, yeah. the next group is four rings. People have gotten four. Really? He has more rings than any franchise in in the history of the Super Bowl. Oh, his net worth just went up stupid just now. His net worth been through the roof, but this shit. Yeah, I was gonna say Tom Brady is like the Michael Jordan of NFL, bro. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. So, uh, another nigga that swung his dick uh, apparently this week was Trey Songs. There was a video that was leaked on Twitter. I didn't even see the video. When I tried to see it, it said video is no longer uh, viewable. I was like, damn. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. That was that was the first time in a long time that I was surprised at a dick. That, that that shit looked like two rulers, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. That shit was twenty four inches. That was not an average. You know, you know what I mean? Like an average big dick. That wasn't that. That was not that. That that that, that can't be real, son. <laughs> bro. That's can't what I said, son. I said ain't no. <laughs> ain't no way this nigga had a twenty four inch dick. Fuck the twenty four. Let's say this nigga's walking around with a calm ruler. You know, in the knee, and this nigga walking around with a twelve inch dick the whole time. Nah, son, like Doctor Miami really not, put in work, man. Put in work. I'm listen. I, I wouldn't put it know. past it, but like that, like I said, that was the first time I was like, 
let me go see what these niggas is talking about. And I pulled the shit up and I was like, I was flabbergasted, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you got to play, uh, you got, you got, you got to play like a deer in the headlights. That's one of them. You just, you just blink twice, but you don't know what you really seeing. The fuck you, you doing with two, two feet of dick, bro? That's a, that's a like a legitimate knee whopper, bro. Like, right. who the fuck walking around their dick tickling their knees, bro? Like nobody right. doing that. Right. Um, Trey Songs is either blessed or he had a great fucking uh, surgery on whatever he already had because, uh, you know, we've talked about, you know, uh, dicks and, and small dicks on this podcast uh, last year. And, uh, you know, we know that there's a lot of women that say they can handle a big dick, but they really can't. Then there's niggas with a big dick. They don't know what they're doing with the big dick. You just gotta, You just got to be calm with, you know, the dick that God bless you with because, again... There's men out here that have dicks, and they get like dick pressured by their woman that they don't even know if they're gonna. You trying to come up with a new? You trying to? You trying to come up with a new a new phrase right now? Dick pressure. There we go. That nigga. Dick pressure, and he's like, you know what? My dick is only three and a half centimeters. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go get this. Uh, I'm gonna go get this hold surgery the fuck from Doctor Mike. Hold, hold, back up, back up, back up. We gotta back up. We gotta. I ain't gonna let you rock with it, bro. First of all, I'm gonna go to Doctor Miami and get a big dick. And then you three and a half centimeters, my nigga. What the fuck is he? Eight months. Like, like, hold on, wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold the fuck up. <laughs> Hold the fuck up! Cut okay. America's up, meat. This is gas and Botox, y'all. My God, But this is what I'm saying, though. What I'm saying is, this, my beautiful black brothers, is that if he got a dick and the dick is four inches, and she's like, "I need you to get your shit to be eight and a half," and he get the dick now. And she can't handle it. Who's at fault? Him for actually getting dick pressure into getting the dick, or her for not being able to handle the eight, eight and a half? Uh, Do you dick, think that's happening? Pressure. Do you think women are telling niggas they need to go to Doctor Miami and get a new dick? Yes. First of all, honestly, I'm gonna be hundred percent with y'all. I, I used to fuck with somebody, and she said, "I wish it was a little bigger." I would have broken up with her. I would have <laughs> left that hole right there. I would be like, "Bob, bitch, dead ass. fuck out of here!" Yo. Like you I was ain't like, going, "Yo, this is what God gave going. me. You mad at me, or you mad at God?" I wouldn't have even had the conversation, son. I would have took high offense. I would have been like, bye, ho. She would have been, like, and I she, been and out she, the door. And she would have been like, that's why your dick is small, nigga. You insecure. Bitch, you just told me you wish I had a bigger dick. I don't know what to do with that statement now. What you want me to do? Put my hand on something and be like, oh, my dick, bro. Oh, I'm gonna fuck him up. Oh, I got your bean pie, nigga. I got your bean pie. That's what I would have told her, honestly. This nigga XAB for the win. Know what else to do at that point? I would have low key crazy on this. Big enough now, like I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. What you want me to say? So my question is this though. If there was a 30% chance that doctor like that you go and get the dick surgery and now you can't really get it up the way you used to get it up. Are you still getting the dick surgery? 
I'm I, not. I think I'm God not. Forgiving. I'm good. I'm cool. I, I don't think, need. I think God forgiving me. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Thirty was in his highs. Because there is a, what people. Me. What people are saying is that you know there is a chance that you can start exhibiting a little bit of erectile dysfunction after you get the the surgery. So thirty percent is too high, though, bro. There's a one in three chance that my dick might not be able to get hard after. Only way I would take that chance, bro, if I really had a micro penis. And if I, I'm talking about two inches big and I'm just like, you know what? The world is against me because if you have a dick that small, the world is against you. So listen, we have I'm, listeners yeah, that their dick is probably two inches. So the world we, is we against them. About. It's the world against them. Wow. Listeners with small dicks. I apologize in the name of all big dicks. I apologize. Hey man, it's the, there's a tough world out here. Wilder for respect, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's all that he, he's going for gold. This I want nigga just with the dip though. This nigga went to chips with the dip. Play it again, please. Dip. Can you play it one more time? I got you, brother. Play it one more time. So I'm just saying, if you if you if you have a micro penis and. <laughs> That was your point. You got to say that. You got to say that. You got to say that. That's the proper term. What is going on? All little dick niggas. If that's the case. What is going on in this episode, bro? All little dick niggas out there in the world. If you, if you're, if you're back to walk off and Shaquana telling you, I don't know, Playboy, you drop the pants and Shaquana just like, is that it? If that's, if that's your situation, then the one in three chance D-flow. don't sound too D-flow. crazy. I don't appreciate you talking about my microscopic right. dick. This right? thing was, you need to stop playing because someone asked me the other day that <laughs> listens to the podcast. They were like, yo, is the Stanglish's dick really small? And I, and I had to be. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> and I had to tell him this. No, this nigga just wait, likes wait, to wait. say Why that did they his ask dick you? is small. Why did they ask you? I told you. She she brought it up. She was like, "Wait, I heard the statement on the podcast. Is his dick really small?" And I was like, "The nigga just like saying his dick is small. His dick. I don't think his dick is small." <laughs> And, and then that put me know, in a precarious buddy. situation. Yeah, what it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a complicated question. Eh? At that point, I don't know what he really oh, said. <laughs> you should have just said, "Call that nigga yourself." That's all you had to say, bro. But he didn't do you that. Tried to he didn't do the question. Don't put you in no predicament. I'm trying to hold my man's down, man. Because he, he play that, too bro. much. Yo, this nigga left that me in the microphone. I would have pulled out a business card and be like, "Take his number." That's it. That's all I could tell you at that point. Ain't no explanation Yo. beyond that. She asked you a double-ended question. A double. That's a, it's too. It's too precarious, bro. I don't know what to tell you. But if you walk around with these chicks, that's a good question to chicks. ask. That's, that's a good question. Oh my god! Know, all right, so <laughs> Cardi B, Cardi B drop new song. Let's let's uh let's get a little taste of it real quick before we Hey, put it put it in my mouth. Okay. See? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. This is up. up if it's up then it's up then it's up then it's up. Up then it's up. If it's up then it's up. If it's up then it's up. Yeah, that that that's all y'all getting cuz we not getting sued. But um up and it's up <laughs> came out 
Um, how y'all feeling about the about the track? Um, the 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 uh the lyrics is you know to me subpar. You know, a regular degular everyday Cardi B uh music. The chorus at first I was like this chorus is trash. Then I was like actually this chorus is kind of catchy. Then towards the, then towards the end of the record I was like oh now nah, I'm gonna we're gonna hear this chorus be played in mad shit. Like I see it that chorus is gonna Period. yeah that chorus is gonna be played in yeah um flow what you think it's a solid song it's a solid song um I can't I can't say there's anything wrong with it after it's only fair that I say it's a decent song because. Megan's body went did so well, so it's only fair for me to say it's a decent song. I I felt off about it at first, and then I heard it in the studio, and I was just like, "Ah, right, this shit kind of slaps." So, yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's a club record. You feel me? Like I can't take it for nothing more than that. Like I'm I'm not judging Cardi's music based on lyrical content anymore. Like if it slaps, it slaps, and that's just what it is. Nah, that shit um, hit. It's a good dance record. That that shit's the one for for her album. If if for her album, yeah. That's this shit is the one. I, I like it way more than WAP. Um, I actually think she not. I mean, obviously it's it's Cardi lyrics, so you know yeah, what I mean. It's regular, but, it's regular subpar. But I mean, nah, she has some double entendres in there. That was kind of right. I, I I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, I think the cadence is is good. I think the hook is dope based off of, you know, the new vernacular and slang that's hitting these streets being up and I think stuck. she rapped better. I think she rapped better. She definitely, she she did her thing. She did her thing for me. Like, I like the song. I would play the song just to play it. I could see the club going bananas if oh, we were it open. Slaps. It slaps on, like, on a loud system. I heard that shit in quad, bro. That shit slaps. I was like, holy shit. I was like, all right, I got to get props where props is due. Like, I could feel but it I, just playing that little snippet. It was banging in the fucking the eardrum. But you right. wasn't dancing in the chair, though. I was the only one dancing in the chair. You wasn't dancing. You you felt that? Because I'm, bro, you, 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 you got it. You got it. So, you, you know. Got it, bro. You got it, son. <laughs> That's all you. You, got, it, son. you so, got the respect, son. My question is, is it up and stuck? How y'all feel? Do you think it's up and stuck? Yeah, I think, I think it's going to, I think, I think they're going to. It's a good enough record for them to market the project off of. So it's a great radio single. Like, it, it blends with anything on radio right now. So, you know, I think it's a good enough single for them to really work her project. I think it's a good track. I think that it's going to do its job. I think it's a good single to, to lead the project with. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do its job for sure. Cardi, Cardi might not be... Yeah, via the video's fire. She might not be the best female artist, artist... In terms of hits, she's gonna make hits forever. As long as she's rapping, she's always gonna make hits. She's she's gonna she's she's gonna produce the hits like a factory. That's just a fact. So yeah, you you had brought up the video, bro. Yeah, I think I think I I think there's too much happening in the video. You know, there's a scene where Cardi's kissing multiple girls, one to the left of her, one to the right of her. I don't know if she was trying to reincarnate when Britney Spears. When, when, when Madonna kissed Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera at that VMAs years ago, and then the camera zoomed in on Justin Timberlake, and he, like, gave that look like, what the fuck? Um, but a part of me also feels like her marriage might be in trouble. What, what makes you come to that conclusion? I mean, personally, I could, I could be visually looking at this wrong or visually looking too deep into it. This video... 
in my opinion, as a Cardi B fan, out of all most of her previous videos, she looks like she had the most freeness and fun in this video. This is also the first video where she publicly, in the video, kissed two chicks literally simultaneously. She hasn't had a video where she's done that. Why does that um, signal trouble, though? That doesn't, that doesn't signal trouble to me, but to me it looks like there's a sense of freedom that she's either retapped into or discovered that was not already there. She just looks a bit free in this shit. As if we know she's married, but it looked like she not married. It, like when you watch it, it feels like she ain't even got no kid. It just feels like Cardi just on her shit. So the next video, I, and then I thought it was interesting that the video opened up and it said R.I.P. Um, COVID. I mean, um, R.I.P. 2020. And like you could tell like the body of whatever that was supposed to be. It looked like a nigga. Yeah, it was definitely a dude underneath her. So I don't, I don't know. I I could be reaching. I don't know. It's a bit of a reach to me. I don't. I I, I don't think that they, her marriage is in trouble. I think. Uh, I think Offset knows exactly who he married. Um, I was about to say that. That's literally <laughs> what I was about to say. Nah, she keeps she keeps evolving every day. He don't. He don't have no idea who he married. But this was Cardi before before Cardi. This was what she was doing on Love and Hip Hop bullshit type. Yeah. This is the brand. This is the brand new Cardi. This is the brand new Cardi. This is the Cardi that's going to leave Offset. My theory, if Offset doesn't have anything else attached to his name and his brand as Offset and Offset of the Migos, Cardi B is going to find some other person and or it's just going to end naturally. I don't see I don't see it lasting. I don't see I don't I don't know if their relationship is going to last. I can't really put a stamp on that or not, but I don't think that they're in a bad space right now. I think that freedom that Beyonce level, they're not getting there. I think that freedom oh. that you're you're noticing might actually be a good thing. No, I think yeah, I think one of the big things that I saw with this video, and I think what we're what we're not what we're not considering is that it's shock value. I think coming off a WAP. People thought she was going to play it safer for her next single, and she's doing the complete opposite of that. And she's making people understand, like, listen, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I've been about. And I think one of the reasons why Offset is chilling, because at the end of the day, if Cardi never really switched up, even though she's got fame behind her right now, she still is kind of the same person. She ain't really switched up too much. She got money now. But in terms of her attitude and her and the way she presents herself and the way she does things, she kind of does things the same way. So nothing that she did in this video kind of made me feel like it's nothing wild. I just was just like, oh, she looking, she she grabbing, she grabbing for attention. She wants people to know, like, yo, this is gonna be a while. She wants to give people a reason to watch the video. What better reason to give people what better reason than to do something like that? And even with that, I don't think it came as a super shocker for anybody. Because everybody just like, oh, that's just Cardi. She's just doing wild shit. Like, she's branded herself as that person. So I think it 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 didn't surprise me too much. And from if if I follow her on the gram, so I see a lot of the, the walkie shit she be posting on her stories. And that's just her, bro. She she just be having fun. And I think that's why she fucks with Officer. Because Officer doesn't try to force her to be something else. And I'm the sure they didn't have a threesome or two already. The way this... Facts. The way this video went down, like, 
But that brings me back. Let's circle back real quick to Trey Song. I don't think Offset could do a video like that and be safe in his marriage. My opinion. I My mean, opinion. It, 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 My opinion. We know we got different rules. But I also think that in the form of entertainment, if he kissed a girl in a video, I don't know if it would be a big deal. I don't think Cardi would kiss the girls care. the way he did is what I'm saying. I mean, Offset and them being videos all the time, that girl shaking their ass. It's the entertainment industry. I'm not. I said kissing the way she did those other women. If he kissed chicks the same exact way in a video. Nah, like I don't think he could kiss chicks in the same exact way. He he wouldn't kiss. I mean, I don't know his sex life. I don't, I don't, I couldn't see him. If he went and if he went to agree to kiss a man that way, I don't think she would care. Is a vice versa. He can't go and kiss another woman because he was, she wasn't kissing on another nigga. So it's not a it's not uh, a flip okay, roll situation. Uh, okay, okay, but we're going with the premise that Offset is into women. I don't know if that nigga's into men. I'm saying if he kissed two other chicks like that in a video, and the video had the same type of energy, we would not hear the end of it. Yeah, but what Flo is saying is that she's she's yeah, not really that shame. into women, so it doesn't. It's more of a shock value thing than it is a, a de- yeah, declaration that like, I like women. Not, the correlation doesn't add up. That's what I'm saying. Like. You have to flip it the opposite way for it to work. If she was kissing on two other men, then I would have been like, I don't know. Offset could have been kissing on two other shorties like that. But <clears throat> she's kissing on two other women, and she's never branded herself. I don't even think Offset would have kid. I don't know. That's 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 touchy. But what I what I do want to ask, circling back, um, speaking about threesomes. Now, if I, I have two different scenarios here. Oh boy. If you tap your mans and you like, yo, my shorty want to do a threesome, two dudes, and your man pulls up and he pulls up with the Trey songs. Have you evaluated, especially because, D, I know that you you've been very uh, boisterous about threesomes on the podcast. Have yes. you thought about how you might feel if your mans pull up with the, the, the Trey songs? If you if you tapped him like yo you know we gonna service my shorty real quick, and he got the Trey songs have you and then the other is if your your shorty is like nah I got the perfect dude, and then the dude she picks pulls up with the Trey songs now those are two different scenarios. We gonna kill the conversation right there. If my nah, shorty ever looks it. me dead in the eye, if my We're shorty looks me it. dead in the eye and be like I want a threesome, I have a guy in mind, I'm smacking her right then and there. Conversation <laughs> over. We done. So you've been thinking about I'm fucking this nigga the whole time? Actually. Okay. Are, are you finished, you, bro? I respect, you I respect your level of confidence. Go you ahead. Finished? All right, cool. So so back to the original person I was posed the question, this motherfucker right here. Um, the first question, um, I plead the fifth. The second question. Um, Why do you plead the listen. fifth? Wait, <laughs> we're not just going to skate past that. <laughs> The first, the, the first question, I plead the fifth. The second question is the one I really want to answer. Um, so there's been talk, there's been chitter-chatter amongst me and, you know, a few people about, you know, things regarding threesomes and, you know, what if this person's, you know, Johnson is bigger. And I'm just like, listen, I got to work with the fuck God gave me. So let's say his shit is smaller than my shit, but he looks better or he's, you know, bigger or whatever in terms of, like, height and, and body mass. He will be able to do things I can't. He's helping the entire sexual experience flow. That's why he's in this motherfucking bedroom with us. He's help. He's the help. 
So I don't give a fuck if his dick is bigger or if he's bigger than me. You know what I mean? If he got height and body mass or he's a body. He's helping me tonight. Okay. Not this time. It never happened. Oh, uh, whoa. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> you, that's uh, false. <laughs> you, nigga, you wallet for respect, nigga. You stop. can't tell me. You, no, 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 no. Hold up. You cannot tell me that if the nigga come in the room and your shit is a, a whole three inches bigger, you not walking around that shit swinging your dick. You are all people, nigga. I <laughs> Oh, you know me now. Listen, I just know how you, you, you know see the nigga dick and you're going to feel like King Kong in this bitch. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. A nigga, I'm going to help him out. Give him a back rub and all that. I'm going to ask him if he need water. So you're going to sun him? That's what you're going to do? Like, No, I'm going to help I'm gonna help out. If he's giving shorty back shots, I'm going to ask him after you nut, do you need a bottle of water? Do you need some essential? <laughs> Move it on. Move it on. Uh, Fuck all that, my nigga. Listen, if a nigga pull up in my motherfucking bedroom and this nigga swing, I I don't even know if I can entertain (laughs) the nigga in my room, much less this nigga pulls up in my room, drops his pants, and that shit tickling his knee, and you think I'm going to be like, whoa, that nigga finna put that work in tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am demoralized. I'm sorry. I'm gonna so let y'all know that so right now. So you could tell me the night after that was some fun we had last night, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, "That's what's up." You look like you was dying. Are you good? I'm gonna feel some type of way. <laughs> how you gonna feel some type of way? Cause you gotta talk to someone. Someone you need to speak to to evaluate some of the things going on in your head, bro. Make almost ended my whole career over this shit. But I don't get it. That nigga, dick. By nature, virtue, or Doctor Fucking Miami is bigger than my. Nah, nah, okay, so why the fuck would I want him to? Please I gotta deal my with it. I, I'm perfectly cool. I, pleasing I gotta her on my deal own. with it because she wants There's to. There's nothing fuck him wrong with, me. with my dick to please her. I'm gonna bring another nigga in there is to please her more than I can. How does pl- that make sense to me? I'm in a I'm in a good pleasing space. I've been told I'm decent. You know what I mean with the. The size and all that is cool. Listen, but if a listen. nigga come in and just trumps my shit, and there's just no, there's no way I could even match it. Like there's no extra stroke willingly to, not even on some break shit. Like willingly, I, I, I invite this nigga to come through and slay potato for me, <laughs> and I gotta sit across on the table like tomorrow and talking about you good. No, Fellas, no, that's an L that we just have no. to be willing to take if our ladies wants to go down that route. No, I feel you. I feel you. So do we yes. think that visuals have taken like on a more of a major role in the pandemic? Yeah. Because people have been relying a lot on videos lately. Like, I mean, our our content after today is going to go to another level. And after next week, when we get all the others, it's yeah, of uh, that that's where we at, bro. And we said this last year. The digital era, because of COVID, unfortunately, is about to get an uptick and a whole, like, you're going to see more this year. Everybody that was going through what they was going through last year, fucking Tawasi, been putting out some heat. I'm like, damn, like, people have been what? in the lab getting their shit together digitally. What, digitally. what I will say is um, being fortunate to be a part of certain conversations recently a lot of these labels are just shifting their budgets. They, they're they not spending money on tours anymore. So the money that would have got spent from shows, which is a sizable chunk of your budget, it gets shifted over to bringing more. 
because now they have to spend more money in terms of marketing digitally for visual purposes. So the stock that you have to get placed within the, the visual place within YouTube itself is much higher. So because of that's the case right now, labels are spending way more money on shooting more high end videos in order to keep the listener or the audience willing to watch. They're trying to take up more real estate in terms of who's watching videos. So that's the only place that you can make money from right now. And if you track in that back end right now, YouTube actually is paying out about, I think it's like 18% more than what they were normally paying in terms of the, the price per view. So a lot of these things, they correlate to different things. So tours aren't happening until 2022. That's point blank period. 20, 2021, most labels touring is, it's there, but it's nowhere near to what was being spent in prior years. So if you're an artist and you're popping right now and you they would have spent, let's say, a good million dollars putting you on tour, because obviously that tour would have probably made back between six to ten mil, that money could get spent now shooting a high-end video and you could make back that same money because now that video is also going to do 500 million views. Because videos have definitely so, been dead for the last couple of years. Yeah. Nobody has been really no going to videos, care. right? When they yeah, drop, why, this is why, why stress it? Right. But I've definitely but seen, seen like mm-hmm. the uptick since uh, COVID hit. And that makes a lot of sense. You put it in a, a, a really interesting perspective for sure. Um, that's the reality. So with this up video, do you feel like you have confidence in the direction of the album? Because I'll be honest, when WAP came out, I wasn't sure what I I wasn't sure that that was going to be strong enough to let me know where the album was going. But I feel like up and stuck kind of gives me confidence that the album's going to be fire. I mean, I don't even see the the. Remember the WAP video got over a billion views on YouTube right now, so I don't think up. I don't think the up video that she just dropped is gonna get a, mil, a billion views right this second. Oh but hell yeah, definitely, you. probably more. Mm. It's it's gonna do. Labels are pushing more money into these things, bro. So they're putting more money into this because they want more real estate in that. You feel me? And at the end of the day, okay. they're not making no money from tours, so contracts are also being redone a separate way. So if you had a contract where that label couldn't touch your publishing before, now they're going right. to take a slice of your mechanical rights, which is the views from these videos. You mm. feel me? They got to make back their money one way or another. So <clears throat> if if I have so much stock in an artist and I can't make back money from your tours, I'm going to make sure these views get run up because I got to make back my investment. You feel me? It's, it's just the logical thing to do. Right. So... I think for Cardi in particular, this album is going to be at least on the same level as as private of, of invasion of privacy. Really, I don't know if it's That's going to be better. I it has to. From up, has to, from bro. from up, I think it definitely has a potential. To me, up lets me know that they know what to do with Cardi sound. WAP didn't really tell me they knew what to do with Cardi sound. It just it just felt like one of those moments for hip hop. You got two of the, the hottest female rappers on the same track, but the the uh, hook and the lyrics didn't, they weren't, there was nothing memorable about the song. The song did well. What? There's nothing memorable. You, not, you playing that song right now? Me? No. I'm talking about those, those lyrics? lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics was, was crazy. I want to fuck that Big Mac truck. That is little. 
Bro. Yeah, but that was a moment. That was it. it it's not long lasting. It, it's not. It's not something that we're gonna play three years from now and and remember that Mack truck line because it's not that powerful. But I think that like this song actually has some memorable lyrics. The the uh, hook is something that people have been saying, so it's stuck in people's heads already. So now you're gonna hear people saying, "Yo, it's up and it's stuck." And they're gonna automatically correlate it to Cardi. You know why? You know why it's also gonna be dope. You know why it's also gonna be dope. It's child friendly. We're gonna leave it like that. The kids could sing the hook. You feel me? The kids. So could now you got, sing the hook. Now you have a track that's not too sexually inappropriate. It's a radio friendly song. I mean, the verses are a little bit whatever. As long as they don't watch that video but, and ask why she kissing two checks. Yeah, they gonna watch it any even goddamn though, way. That's just the reality. Even though that's we, even though that's where the world been anyway. So they gonna ask that. They ain't hiding that shit. So, um, I just think it's a it's an easily marketable single. It's up. It's a general phrase. Anybody can say it. It's teenage for. It's not a. I mean, obviously she's saying some wild shit throughout in the verses and whatnot. But the overall mm-hmm. premise of the song is it's 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 friendly for teens and it's friendly for kids to sing along. You feel me? So, so Dante, so, so do Dante well. singing that record in the crib. Um, we don't. I mean, we haven't been playing the record like that in the crib, but eventually you'll probably end up seeing it because when we drive around, we have on we have on urban radio. So, so you don't mind him saying it if it's up, then it's stuck in the back seat. What can I do about it if he's hearing it on the radio? But what's okay. wrong with up and stuck? There's nothing crazy about that, Satan. Nigga, <laughs> up and it's stuck. Why, just, why would I? Why would I internalize my child to be saying something inappropriate? That that also that also makes me think that he knows more than that too. So I wouldn't assume that <laughs> an eight year old knows more than that. But even so, well, the meaning care. behind up and it's stuck is just that something is taking off, like it's going up, like we we're out of here, like a rocket ship is up, up and it's stuck, never coming back down. Rocket ships. I, I hope they come back down. Why would you see? You, you walling for respect, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you walling for respect, son. Yo, Speaking of walling, right into that one, bro. He fell right into that. Walling for respect. Um, is little Uzi Vert going for the baddest bitch award? I need to know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, nigga, I thought, this I nigga, he almost died. Implanted, um, visions, uh, Infinity Stone in the middle of his forehead. And I just want to know, do we think that this is a trend that will actually stick? Because remember, the face the tattoos way, was something we didn't think would stick. And then eventually everybody started getting face tattoos. Uh, just to be clear, the Infinity Stone was $24 million from what I read. First off, my nigga, first off. That's at least what the, know, the story they telling. That, that shit ain't $24 million. But... It's it's probably worth a couple mil. I ain't gonna say it might be twenty four mil, but my homeboy was telling me it might be more of a lease. And there's a a partnership going on there to see if you know. I mean, if little Uzi does it, then niggas is gonna start wanting to do that. And really, a stone. But if for that to be twenty four million, bro, one that stone should be bigger. Two, how much carrots that shit got to be worth twenty four million? A hundred carrots or some shit, nigga. Like, oh, it's a pure. Pink diamond, which is super rare. That's why it's twenty four million. Oh wow! So like, wow. It, it it comes from the earth and it's pink instead of it being dyed or being fashioned mm. in some type of artificial. 
So it's it's worth twenty four million based on its rarity, more so than the size of the diamond. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, that makes Uzi more Ver sense. Got money. Uzi Ver got money. I mean, he had a good couple of years. Like in twenty, I was re- I had to go look the shit up because I was just like, ain't no way Uzi could afford that shit. And then I went to look up the shit, and I'm like, okay, he got like fifteen billion streams in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. That nigga did eighty shows each year, each per Sheesh. year. So Sheesh. you know, you making two fifty a show, three hundred a show. Push me to the edge. All my friends is dead. Wow, that nigga. He had a good year. Like I, I think they said from what I read up, like he was one of the highest, like besides Drake and them, like the obvious big ones. But he was like actually like top five highest paid rappers from touring in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Wow. But anyways, the the point of it is that do I think it's going to be a trend? <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm. T- I think it's too. The 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 probability of a nigga. The the possibility of a nigga running up, <laughs> just going, <laughs> plucking that shit right out your head, and you bleeding out on the street is too. It's too easy. I could just run up on a nigga and be like, "Give me that shit, little nigga," and just keep it going. Facts. <laughs> that that's going to become a phrase. Yo, you caught the Thanos, damn, bro. Yeah, man. yeah, facts. Now you got to do social distancing on every term because nobody can come within three feet of you. And your right, face you will be it. fucked up. Like, if I rip a diamond out your head, bro, that, there ain't no, like, healing from that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have a scar. That shit, that shit is crazy. I mean, I mean, I guess they're going on the premise of how often those people get the earring snatched out of their ear type of shit. But still, it's it's on display on your forehead, Playboy. Like, and people you know, know it's like, millions of dollars. Exactly. Like it's twenty. It's nah. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be something that takes off. Listen, At least I would hope so. We pushed him to the edge, and I hope he doesn't end up dead. I mean, listen. You. We already know that young young people. <laughs> I know. I'm just ignoring it. Young people kind of. If they see niggas, I don't know if Uzi's influence is big enough for it. I don't know, but he does have a lot of is. influence. So I, I, I low-key think it is, bro. A lot of young niggas is into Uzi. And I can see, think, like, them they, they think they're Uzi, bro. Getting a Cuban zirconian and putting it in the in the middle of their fucking forehead. And then, unfortunately, that, that I don't know. It ain't going to end well. Um, you got to look at how trends work, too. Like, he's like, niggas didn't think, like, the, the piercings through the cheek or piercings through the through hair or the shit underneath hair. Like, a lot of these things we didn't think was really going to take off like that. But sure enough. <laughs> they did, and they died just as fast as they came. Niggas stuck with them shits in their fucking face. They got to lay it right. And it's going to be the same thing with these diamond shit. Niggas is going to go put a diamond in the middle of their head. And it's going to take one of them to realize they're walking down the street. And Tyrone walk up to them and be like, give me that shit. And that's, that's going to end it right there. Insurance ain't, ain't going to have enough insurance to cover them shits. Hey, that is a fact. Um, Meg the Stallion dropped Crybaby video. Um, we could play a little snippet of that real quick. Um, but uh, how y'all felt about the video? Matter of fact, let me Love play the it. songs. Don't like the video. Let me play it real quick. I mean, yeah, the song is kind of is all right to me. Um, I knew it was another single off of that project. We kind of said that when her project came out. But um, 
A lot of people liked the video. I didn't. I only seen snippets. I didn't go take a look at the entire thing. But you say I you don't like it. Actually, last night. You say you ain't you ain't fucking with it. No, I said I watched the video. I watched the video. I like the song. The song is a car slapper. Like you put that shit on in the whip. Woo! That shit bump. But um, the, mm. I saw the video last night. I was like, uh, it's cool. Um, I, I'm not a big, big, big fan of it. Um, but it's cool. You know, it's not a, it's not a bad video. I think the dancing cool. is like what got a lot of the women to like it. A lot of women like that video. The choreo. Yeah, the choreo yeah. is where people like yo. She ate. She did her thing on the choreo for sure, though, because she executed the choreo herself. So I gotta give props for her to execute the choreo. It's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a TikTok thing too. So it's definitely gonna take off on TikTok. That's for sure. We need to also understand. It's funny that you say that, D Flow. TikTok literally has embraced hip hop culture and Afrobeat oh, yeah. culture to the fullest within the last year. My God, TikTok they've done. TikTok yeah, is TikTok legitimately is break. It's a part of a lot of labels' budgets too, bro. Like yeah, lot, they're oh, factoring sure. the TikTok in now. So my question like, is, what does Meg need to do to get to the next level in her career? Um, I think Meg is already at a at that level, bro. I think she's almost at the same level as Cardi right now. No, in terms of stop. influence, and no, reach. no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. I got to disagree with you nigga, on that one, bro. This nigga's smoking ass right now with some shit. <laughs> I don't think she's there yet, but she has the potential. But I think that for me, I mean, that last project did not allow her to elevate to that level. She that could last have. project was trash. trash. We, we all know, know that. that. She could have if that project did better, in my opinion, or sounded better, rather, because I think it did well. I think it went gold. Um, but... <laughs> I can't put it on the same same platform as Cardi because Cardi is like Cardi might be on the same level as Nicki at this point in time in terms Cardi's of star power. Level level as Nicki. But Nicki is has her edged out obviously because she has way more bodies of work. But Meg to me is like a there's a huge gap between her and, and Cardi. Meg, Meg in my, my opinion, because <sighs> we thought. That, that crossover record, D Flow, you know what I'm talking about, about last, but we thought that, that would have done something. It didn't do anything. It, it had the whole summer to do it. It didn't do anything in the summer. It, it, it not even a real ripple effect. The record that she did with, with Popcorn, whoever the Jamaican artist is, whatever the Jamaican artist is. The label didn't promote it. Nigga, you Jamaican. How you say whatever the Jamaican artist is? I don't know Popcorn What the fuck? Damn, now the label didn't promote it. I mean, I think Meg, I think Meg is on her way to being at that label. I think at that level, I think she's, in my opinion, I think she's very close to it. I also just don't think she is the star of the label she's on yet. So, like Cardi, yeah, she's. I, I don't know. I don't know who's who's the major behind it because Rock Nation is her management, but I don't know who's the major. Oh, okay. See, I'm not sure who's the major behind her right now. It might be 1501. I don't know who's distributing her stuff. So, like, Cardi is like a a, a main artist of Atlantic. Like, see, like Megan, Megan, Megan don't have the same budget. Megan is 1501, and she's distributing through 300. 
Like, Cardi is like the baby, it's not the baby, but Cardi's like a staple artist for Atlantic right now. Like, Atlantic puts a lot of stock. Quality control is under her management side. So, yeah, so Cardi, Cardi's being managed by quality control. Her main label is Atlantic Records, and Atlantic Records holds way more stock in the industry than 300. So you got to look at who's pumping what into what. The, just it's just bigger budgets. That's all. It comes I think out. Megan also hasn't like had that moment yet that is going to force either a new label to come in and be like, "We scooping you up," or um, the label that she's on to be like, "Fuck it, we're going 100 percent go for broke. Everybody else is just shelved. We putting all our money behind you." Type shit. She's just not there yet. She hasn't had a Nikki on Young Money moment yet. She hasn't had a Cardi yeah. on Megan, Atlantic because Cardi. Megan. No, she, she needs to snap. snap. She needs to snap on somebody's record. She hasn't snapped on nobody's record. Because like Bodak Yellow took over a year, not even a summer. It took a year over. <laughs> like that shit was bumping for a year. I was gonna say that too. What What's also separating Meg from Cardi right now is that Meg. And I think what the issue is in Meg is that Meg is blowing up, but she's only big within the urban market right now. She hasn't crossed over to the pop market yet. Whereas Cardi crossed over into the pop market already and was able to take up a lot of real estate in that market. She also did a lot of strategic features to put her in that realm too. Whereas Meg right now is huge amongst the the urban community, but outside of the urban community, she ain't really... She ain't really that. She ain't, she doesn't. She hasn't gotten the reach yet. You feel me? Like, and that's also because she's not making. Maybe because she just hasn't made a true crossover single yet. Like what X was saying, she's made a lot of dope singles, but body out like body is a dope single, but it's not a crossover single. You feel me? Like like up right there. It's up is a crossover single. That single could get played. Any yeah, anywhere in the world you could hear that song and it's it's easy it's it's easy on the palate. It's not aggressive on the palate. You feel me? So it's 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 strategic. This nigga like, like when know, shit is up and stuck, huh? I hope she gets there, man. I, I hope she I hope Megan gets that opportunity to be there. We could also blame a little bit of colorism on it too, so you know. I don't That's think the thing is. I don't think I don't think Megan is going to have the same year that she's had in the last 2 years. Um we all know the controversy that surrounded with her well still actually is looming. I mean, we don't know what the fuck is going on with that situation with her and uh Mr. Daystar uh Peterson, but um yeah, we uh I I don't I like we 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 know Megan has the support. We know everybody in hip hop loves Megan. I think Megan right now is like the fucking baby girl of hip hop music. Everybody loves Megan. Since um, since you brought is, it up, I did want to play something real quick. Okay. <laughs> since you since you brought this man's name into the <laughs> into the equation, so he, he was on Toronto. Clubhouse, and oh. this happened. I love Toronto. Uh, why you shoot Megan? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> He should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I should have known. Better than the going clubhouse. I saw a goofy but toothy ass nigga was that. <laughs> what is you saying? <laughs> the worst you murder. 
<laughs> you know who he remind yeah. us of, right? You know. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. You know who this nigga reminds? <laughs> 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 Where this nigga at? Nigga <laughs> default too happy. This nigga acts. Well, she don't know nothing. <laughs> that nigga right. <laughs> right there, bro. Exact same cadence. Everything. Why is you married? Like, like, what the fuck? But um, oh, but yeah, back to your point, bro. You said uh, she's not gonna have the same year. I don't, I don't think, think she's gonna have, have the same hot girl, girl summer, summer year. year. I, I think, think the hot girl, girl summer vibe. I I think that's I think that's coming to a close. Um, honestly, I don't think we're gonna. I mean, I thought she would. She had for two years in a row. I, 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 would I would give it to Shadow two, two years ago. This, this year, year no. 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 Um she's gotta come better. In my if Cardi if, if Cardi's Cardi is doing, doing this, this and we didn't even fucking get to the Queen fucking Beyonce yet. yet. Good luck. And we didn't even get to fucking it's not on here, but goddamn fucking uh Chloe. She's doing her thing. Chloe, but listen, a lot of women is coming for the throne this year. And I don't think Megan is gonna have the the right artillery in her uh in, in her, her uh, camp, camp to help her win. win. I mean, I don't think I don't think, she, I don't I don't think it. Don't they need to be that way, bro. I think there's enough there's enough room for them all to eat, and I think that's the biggest part about it right now. I think the industry is opened up for more females to dominate and to make progress. Like, and that's so great have that the you said that, but they can only be one. It can only be one. This is why Nikki goes as hard as she does. This is why fucking mulatto goes as hard as she spits. She's coming for the throne this year. Malat, she's coming for the throne. Uh-huh. I hope it's Big Lotto. She plans on changing her name, and I hope it's too Big Lotto, because Big Lotto is what I call her. Okay. Well, whatever the fuck she calls herself, she's coming for the throne. We've, we, we, we've seen her in action last year. She still got three records right now on the radio, three different records killing radio right now. She's radio killer. She's, and she's young as fuck, but that body is grown as shit. Yeah, you need to clarify. She, 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 she's of age. You need to, when you say shit like that, you gotta clarify just a little bit. I think, I think she's over 21. Hey, she's, girl like 21? Yeah, she's over 21. I think she's 21, 22. I'm like, okay. It just, it just sounds a little saying, weird when you say, oh. you know, she young as fuck, but her body grown as. You know what I mean? I don't think R. Kelly touched that one, okay? All right. Okay. Think, why are you provoking right, the, man, the devil's crazy. name on this podcast? What <laughs> 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 Blasphemy. Shut in the closet. Um. So yeah, you did bring up Beyonce. Um. In the new Ivy Park. Yeah, Beyonce dropped some brand new merch, and you know one thing I gotta respect about Beyonce. Beyonce is just becoming unpredictable. <laughs> is it really? Because this is her third drop. This is her third Ivy Ivy Park. For respecting them photo shoots. <laughs> We bringing that Maybe. back. We bringing Wild for respect back, one hundred percent. We gonna make that a Jay Z, Jay Z at this point, I, I think, I think when Jay Z wakes up, he gets like a different Beyonce every day, because Beyonce looks like she e- evolves in her sleep. She wakes up and says, "I'm gonna be this type of Beyonce. I want to be Beyonce, Sasha Fierce." You will not find any Beyonce right, slander on I'll this podcast. Yeah, with that type of money, correct. And Jay-Z, to me, Jay-Z talks different these days. He, he that type of money, different. I talk different, too. Right, it's just, you know. <laughs> if I was worth a billion dollars, you would you meet a different version of me every time you see me. That's a fact. You'll be... Well, <laughs> the, be- the beautiful thing about this year is that, you know, something tells me that we're all stepping into a brand new bag. 
Because I've, I've even started talking different this year. And the year just started. Listen, man, I... I'm going to tell y'all about how this bag moving this year for me afterwards. <laughs> we're going to talk about that after. This year is you know what I mean? Phenomenal. Shit. I know XAB. Hey, I know XAB I had one wilding for respect woman. One wilding for respect woman. One, I, one. I know XAB talking different this year, man. Things is different, man. Our man is becoming a fucking Twitter sensation in the clubhouse reactionist over here, man. So before we get into politics, y'all, um... We're going to get into a little bit of a uh, another one of our conversations, um, and then we'll close out with some politics. Um, as you can see, we're a little, you know what I mean? We got, we got a little structure going on here, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, Distinguished, you had brought some shit up um, you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so uh, we, we all know about this fucking uh, silhouette challenge that's been going on. I just want to know, right? When we started doing the silhouette challenge, uh, the the silhouette challenges, what was the goal? I don't even like that challenge, but go ahead. This is women's business. I'm just letting you know that. Right. <laughs> I think I'm just over here. I, I think, think as, as a, a woman, woman, the goal was <laughs> you starting off on the wrong foot. I don't know. No, no, This whole thing is gonna be bad. No, 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 no. There's no. It's gonna, I can't. It's gonna be bad. The whole thing is gonna be bad. I think, I think, I think women was like, all right, Jasmine Sullivan just dropped that record. I'm going to do the silhouette challenge. <laughs> and not only am I going to do the silhouette challenge, I'm going to make niggas look at me and be like, I'm not a hoe. But you get to fantasize when you see the red change in the video of me fucking you. <laughs> Spit it out, Daddy. Spit it out. Come on, son. <laughs> oh, no, sing a song it. All right. So back to what I'm uh, saying, right? Well, I'm for respect for real, real. <laughs> then, I'm not traveling then, with you on this one. Wait, then, then the silhouette challenge turned into who could bust it on the dick challenge. And then I was like, I don't know what's going on. Where'd you get that from? I... <laughs> you didn't see Who's Instagram you watching, bro? What Instagram are you watching? You guys didn't see those? There's like three videos in my inbox right now of chicks doing a bust it, and then when they bust it, it's on a nigga dick and they fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw the I That's saw what I'm I saw a couple about. of those. I saw a couple right. of those. There we go. Nigga, we all saw it. Oh, you saw that? Oh, oh, you saw it, married man. Okay. You saw it. Actually, nah. my wife sent it to me. Oh, okay, all right, great. All right, just like a clean the Take that, bitch. This thing we go here trying to catch niggas, trying to, <laughs> try to trip this niggas nigga up. Wife, this nigga wife got him trained. He, he, he almost slipped up. <laughs> You know, you got, you got, you got, you got to say politically correct out here. You feel me? I, I almost caught the negative. I almost caught him. All right. Listen, anyway. man. If people want to do this, put your pussy lips on live. I give you a thousand. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Who am I to tell him not to, bro? Who am I to tell them not to bust it open on Instagram? I don't got no saying. I enjoyed all silhouette challenges. I I saw a lot of classy ones. I saw some great ones. And it's women's business. They want to, you know what I mean? I know our man. 
a man quote got banned from from TikTok because he did Wait, a silhouette really? challenge with a banana and made it seem like it was his dick. And he was banned. And they banned him. <laughs> he got to make a whole wow. new account if he want to be on TikTok. So you know, what I mean, just be careful the out there, huh? Quote the artist. Yeah, they the they artist. took this nigga. Because <laughs> 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 this nigga, this nigga did like a silhouette challenge. With a banana, and he was showing it like he held the he held the banana where his dick was, and then like he cuts it, and then he's eating the banana. Like, come on, y'all, it's a banana, not a dick. But before he gets to that part, it looks like a dick. So I think that you know what I mean. Twitter was like, nah, that ain't it. When I first seen it, I was like, damn, this nigga quote is black. That's why his name is quote. Because when you ask him for a car insurance loan, he's like, I'm gonna give you this quote. I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this is going. So I, I don't know if I can. can you know what I mean? The whole next season. That's gonna be a staple for flow when we have the live shows again. Instead of it being the dad hat or the bow tie, it's gonna be wild for respect. <laughs> when niggas don't want to answer. Going back to what the good brother XAB says. So you said you've looked at. Most of the challenges, correct? I looked at a good few of them. Yeah, yeah. So, did you see the challenge with the bus driver that got fired from the MTA? I did not. When you uh, told me about that, that seemed very interesting. Yeah. So, a bus driver. The video I saw the video two days ago. Bus driver. I don't know what line he drives. I don't know what what borough he's in, but he starts off from the back of the bus as if he's trying to look for something, and then the music cuts on, and then he turns around in a very seductive manner, very fast. He has his hat on. He tips his hat like this. And then he does a little uh, pose, and when he drops his hands, it's red and black, and he's like in a, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a Speedo or a G-string, and he's gyrating in the video, and he's doing all this melodic, sexy shit, and then he got fired the next day. I mean, listen, you shouldn't do anything on your job. Like, I'm not even mad at it. Like, I'm, I'm not even mad at the MTV. You, you on. Nah, I'm not mad. I'm mad at the MTA. They should have let that man live. He, listen, you're on the job. This and nigga you, at work. <laughs> yeah. Come on, son. Like, what he, you want? Nah. It was no, bro. It was no passengers. It was no It passengers. don't matter. You on their property, bro. Like, they own that bus, nigga. That's their, that's their shit. Like, that would be Not sus a if the a teacher, if a teacher does it in her classroom or his classroom, that would be, that would be a little bit much. You know what I mean? Like, but there's teachers, but there's teachers with only fans right now. And it's just a matter of time. That's fine. Cause that's, that's their personal teacher. time. But if they in at a their house, house, nigga, they ain't doing their own. They ain't bustling none of their fucking desk at school. Right. 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 The DOH, the DOH got a lot. I mean, the, the DOE got a lot of teachers getting it in right now on the fucking OnlyFans. Listen, kudos to them folks, all right? Just don't do it at your job. That's my only thing. You do it at your job, you're risking it. They, do, they doing it at the job. You tell, That's what I'm trying to tell you. They doing it at the job. They got content with them or at, in the classroom, bro? Bro, we've seen... We, we y'all didn't see the video with the fucking teacher last week, and the dildo was in the back of the fucking Zoom video. Y'all didn't see that shit. That's different. This niggas is home. That's bro. her house, bro. <laughs> she at home. And now you t- should and, still probably. And and, and 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 the student is like, what is that hanging over there in the library case? But see, to me, that's a little different. Niggas, niggas yeah, is this home. Deep flows out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be back. Niggas, his this home about to make a TikTok shit. video. Yeah, niggas is home. I think that's a little different. It like it probably that's still okay. gonna be a conversation, but if that's how you feel, Daddy, okay, you know what I mean. Feel. Things happen, 
<laughs> it's just like Flo getting kicked Random off. dildos. Things happen. Um, but so before we get into politics, bro, you said we we need to have a conversation about the bro code, right? Yeah, so uh, I don't know how you want to do this, but this is the way that I'm gonna do it on the show, and then you just follow my lead. Are we clear? I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't. No, bro, I don't you, you. We can't just openly go into this with you, bro. Yeah, so bro, you got No, this I'm not talking bro. about you, D Flow. I'm talking about X. The way I'm gonna go with like, it, just gotta, gotta go, go with it. it. No, 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 don't say less that nigga. <laughs> so flow, yeah. it's okay as long as it's just me. <laughs> Getting pulled into gotta, the bullshit. We got, we got, we gotta go with it. <laughs> now, nigga, what do you, what do you plan on on saying? Well, I'm, it's not, a, it's not a plan. I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it now. So, listen, there's no me names. XA, Please, no names. That's all. Me and XAB was talking to this dude. And this no, dude, no, no, see, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Thank you. Me and XAB was talking to one of our guy friends, and he was like, yeah, so I'm feeling this girl, but one of my other men's was also feeling her at the top. Nice see clean up. Uh, with this? <laughs> Y'all let me clean it up. Who fuck, man? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my bad, bro. My fault. <laughs> my fault. I still don't know where the conversation really going, though. Now, going I see, now I see that D-Flow really does not fuck with me. He knows I live like 10 minutes away, and I will come through in a heartbeat. I got you, D Flow. I got your bean pie. Play that fucking clip. Play, play, play that clip. My, my fault, bro. Let me, let me got you. This I got you real quick. So, anyways, <laughs> this nigga talking I, about the nation. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm fuck him up. Oh, I got your bean pie, nigga. I got your bean pie. So, anyway, as I was saying, that was distinguished back in 2016, courtesy of Dad had some bow ties, uh, uh, virtual clips. So, me and X talking to him like, yo, so your man's involved. Did he, you know, do anything with Shorty? And he was like, not really. I mean, once or twice, you know, they had some really deep, intimate conversations, but nothing really went anywhere. So his man's like, all right, cool. So it won't be a problem if I actually talk to her on a serious level. And homeboy was like, you know, I respect you for coming to me about it. You know what I mean? It's not like you really had to. It's not like anything really happened on a serious level, even though we was talking. But... You know what I mean? If you feel comfortable in your skin, if you feel comfortable talking to that person, then go ahead to do that. My question is, is that actually breaking bro code? Is that even a part of the bro code? Um, I think that in any instance where you are either introduced to a woman through your friend or okay. you guys um, mutually meet a shorty and when your boy and and that person pursued an interest mm -hmm. you should have a conversation if you then decide you want to pursue shorty for whatever reason whether it you realize that it wasn't really that serious between you and your homie or whatever just to avoid any trip ups any situations any you know mess ups or, or miscommunications i think it's always important to Kind of check in with your friend in that instant. D Flow, what are the pros and cons of this scenario that we've stated here? The pros is you're keeping it real with your homie that you're about to push on someone that they might have, you know, had some level of deeper conversation with, or that you think that you may have had a deeper conversation with. Um I also think 
for me personally, one of the cons is that you're you're you might not know how much that person liked that shorty. You feel me? So it's like that person too. So it, it's a it's a tricky. It's always a it's always a tricky thing when you want to talk to someone that you know one of your mans was was um used to talk to and and now because what you're really doing is fishing to see how serious that situation was between them. Obviously, the the good thing is your homie could be really cool and just be like, all right. But I feel like with men, it's always a it's always a tricky thing because no dude is gonna purposely cock block you up front, especially if that's your friend. But low key. <laughs> low key a lot of dudes do these to each other where a lot of friends too like you know huh yeah like you know like low key oh you know i heard you was trying to talk to jerome you know not 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 nigga be you know you got mad girls like there's a lot of dudes who will low key slander your name and i don't even want to say it's intentional maybe it is intentional but like i said the pros and cons of it is that your homie might be cool and the other con is that your homie might low key. You gonna see how close you and that person really is. What? Something? Something might just get resparked too, because depending on, depending on it, like depending on how they ended or whatever the case may be, like just bringing up, like oh, you know, so and so, that might cause a conversation and it might respark something. But I do think, I mean, I I agree. I think most of the time, if it's your friend, I don't. They're not gonna intentionally cock block you. I don't think that that's like a huge concern for me, at least. But I do feel like if that person, if those two people have a bond, then there's already a bond established. And you don't know what that means in terms of that bond. And bond could just mean they mad cool, nothing nothing crazy happens and it is what it is. Or that bond could mean that, like you said, now they're getting close again. Now they're having conversations again. And now it's like, oh, nah, we're actually interested in one another. And... You know, what I mean, you don't really have a chance in that situation, but I think it all depends on the people involved. Honestly, I would honestly, though, for me personally, if if I was expressing interest in a shorty and I went to tell my man's that I know him and her are friends. Now, as far as my knowledge goes, and if you're my man's, I would have some level of knowledge to know if you've been really talking to a shorty. Not the full story, but enough to be like, I don't think him and her are that serious. Like, they might be talking, but I don't think they're that serious. So That is the, the ideal situation. I just want to clarify that for the viewers. That's the ideal situation is that your man's is open with their dating life. Because some of these niggas, sometimes it's not the case. Yeah. But, I'm, but I, this would be a conversation to be had. Like, let's say amongst the three of us right here. If I was a single dude and I liked and I... And, you know, I've been to- obviously if I'm about to really push on shorties because I've been talking to her, too. So if I've already been talking to her and I come to you and I be like, yo, let's just use a random name. Um, Kelly. Fuck. That's a wrong name. Let's just say um, Samantha. Let's just use Samantha. Right. Let's just say Samantha. Let's say Samantha and um, Samantha and, and, and X's great friends. I know they're great friends. I know that they've been talking. I don't know how serious their conversations be, but me and Samantha also been talking. And I'm like, yo, I think I really want to push up on Samantha. I'm going to apply the pressure. So I go to X and I'm just like, I'm like, yo, X, me, me and Samantha been chopping it up lately, bro. I'm thinking about pushing up on her. I just want to run it by you because I know you and her are cool. Like, 
you know what what's the status with her because i wouldn't ask you if you're dating her i would dub i would blindly ask the question what's the status to also see where your head is at at the same time and this is realistic conversations because this is what i think friends would do like yo like what's the status with samantha you're supposed to and, like yeah. if we're keeping it a buck that is what is supposed to happen yeah this is this this is uh this this just brought up a bad memory. I'm not gonna say his name. We we all know him. Um, we we all know that he's a is is. We we all know that he's a good friend, of distinguished. Um. Anyways, uh. Long story short. We like the same girl. Well, I didn't even know. He liked her the way I liked her. I liked her, and I feel like my approach was off. Uh, Cause my approach was like, you know, when I get time, but I was always doing, you know, performing and, sh- and shit and doing shows. And then just years later, you know, her name got brought up in a conversation. He was like, Oh, huh? Oh, I've I been fucked her distinguished. Pussy was good too. It, it just came out like that. And I was like, okay. but wait, what does it say about the shorty too? Cause if, if, if shorty is all of our mutual friends, she, oh, she talking to everybody. At the same level, what <laughs> what does it say about the shorty? Because I'm just like your play girl. Like you, you know me and me and she, these dudes we're romantic. I think I don't think she took it as the way that I think she should have. I think the way she took it as, you know, this nigga always saying he be busy, he can't. You know what I mean? And I was really trying to make time to at least get at least one date in. They didn't even go out on a date. He didn't he didn't pay for dinner. The most he paid for was probably a, a box of uh, Trojan condoms, and he fucked her, and I was tight. <laughs> he was the in between nigga that could fuck. I was, and that's still my guy. You know, I I I, I love him to death. That's my brother. He just celebrated a birthday. All right, I'm giving too much information. What I'm saying is, that's my guy. You know, that's that's my guy. And at the time when he said it too, it was weird because. I was already in a different relationship, but I was just like, nigga, you weren't even going to tell me you fucked her. That's the other shit that had me felt like, you weren't even going to tell me that shit. It, it just, just happened, happened in random, random conversation. conversation. I was like, like single, just going to keep that shit That's a great question, me. son. Would you tell your mans if you start talking to a chick you already smashed? Wait, I just got tripped up. <laughs> Say that again? No, so Say would again, you tell your mans if, you, if your man started to date a chick you already smashed? Oh, you already smashed. Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, that's a tough one because if I knew my mans loved her, like, I'm not going to hold you. I was waiting for the perfect opportunity in this segment of the show to say this, but I, I got to say now, there have been times, niggas about to look at me crazy, there have been times, SAB, <laughs> where I've envied you because I'm like, damn, the bitches that I think I would like, these bitches like this nigga more than they like me. And I don't think it had nothing to do with physicality or personality. I just feel like it was more of a vibe. Like this nigga vibe won them over, and maybe I was a nigga that was nigga ex, bro. Oh, this what we doing? Like damn, like they like me more than like me. Like, am I ugly? Like what the fuck? Is a low key ass nigga, son, and I mean that from a different perspective than what y'all niggas think is low key. Let me clarify that, because Jesus Christ. So y'all y'all slandering me on this podcast, bro. Yo, we acting like a nigga not on the show. There, listen, boy, you gotta sit there and accept this ridicule. <laughs> this, this nigga X. 
<laughs> well, fucking whole yo, this nigga X will have a whole relationship with a bitch, son, and be on some. Me like yo, X, what you think? Oh yeah, me and her been talking for seventy six months. Like, what the fuck, my nigga? I don't like, know what you so talking you about, gonna decide son. to mention it now, nigga? Like, this right. nigga X, right? This nigga X be already on it, son. You be thinking this, this nigga X is a savage on the low, son. He ain't gonna hit you. Push up on a shorty. Then they hit you with a text like, laugh out loud. Ha ha, nigga, you funny. You knew I was always talking to her, nigga. Nigga, why did you start talking to her? It's false. Oh, I've been talking to her since last September. Like, what, nigga? <laughs> when nigga, did you I find like the time? Nigga, see, see, y'all, this is the thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not about to do this. Like, what? <laughs> Like, you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> We're not about to do this. <laughs> First of all, niggas know when me and shorties be vibing. I feel like that's like that's a thing. What ends up happening is some of these shorties be coming to me on the low, and then be like, "Oh, I I didn't even know you was interested in me. We could, you know, what I mean, hang out, chill out, and that be that, and then." Niggas be like, oh yeah, I'm interested. I'll be like, nigga, since when? You know what I mean? That's 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 we're gonna move on though. So that's <laughs> two years ago. Two years ago he was interested. Yeah, that's okay. been beating you to the step, bro. You gotta be. Nah, nah, nah. See, that's the thing though. Cause I don't even be see that be the thing. Cause this nigga distinguished like, y'all wanna talk about me. Let's talk about this nigga distinguished. This nigga distinguished be going ham and be hitting up on everything. And so he can't even get mad because this, yo, every single one of our mutual friends, this nigga then tried and uh, and shot. <laughs> Wilding for respect. Wilding for respect. What telling you, sir. So it's like the MTA bus. So that's how, that's how this nigga end up in situations <laughs> where it's like, oh wait, nah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Things, you know what I mean? I ain't going no further than that. But that's how niggas be ended up in these situations. So don't be trying to be like, I be sliding in on the low and niggas don't be knowing. Nah, I tell y'all the prominent ones that be like, yo, this is the girl that I'm really interested in. I'm really, you know what I mean, serious with. But the ones that be coming on the low, you know what I mean? Oh, wait, hold on. Before we leave, hold on. We're not going to end it like that. Hold up. So why is it? So why is it that we gotta get to politics? So why is it that with you and the shorties, y'all niggas never see full term? Nigga, when was your last real relationship? This is what we doing? This is what we doing in 2021? Hold up. My last relationship was probably yeah, say a lot of same time, nigga. Right 2010, nigga. It was 2010. I was about to say that. Exactly. Nigga, I know, nigga, you're my best friend. <laughs> 2010, okay. man. Moving on to politics. Listen, somebody... We, we could get into that in a future episode. Yeah, you get into that in a future. Nigga, this nigga wild for respect right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's segment into politics real quick. This nigga really... Relax, bro. Welcome to our politics. <laughs> Welcome to our politics segment. <laughs> so how y'all feeling about the Republican Party now? Like 
Because for the longest time, I think we've been in a space where we've just been on some like, yo, you know what I mean? Whatever your politics is. I even said it earlier in the episode, but these niggas been wilding for respect, in my opinion. Like, there's a That's lot. I've been telling you, son. <laughs> these niggas been wilding. So, I mean, I don't know what happens when a governmental body does not want to do the right thing. Like, it's beyond, I think, politics at this point in time in terms of what, which way you want to see the country run. There's literally, like, one party that's just wilding out, just doing dumb shit. And there's another party that maybe not everybody fucks with, maybe not everybody, you know, wants to affiliate themselves with, but they're at least trying to put shit forward. So I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I'm definitely interested to hear y'all thoughts. Um. I want to say within the last maybe three, four years, honestly, I feel like ever since Trump had gotten elected that first time, my 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 personal relationship with politics hasn't even been the same. I haven't been as vocal as I used to be, both on the podcast, off the podcast, in my poetry. Just I just felt a real disconnect and just more like yeah. just, just more of a a, a deep rooted betrayal going on outside of Republican, Democratic, just. The whole fucking system, if you ask me, to be honest, just a whole bunch of um, old men in positions of power who happen to be white because they've always been white. It's it's a white man's world. That's what the fucking um, song should have been saying, uh, James Brown, a white man's world. Um, it would be nothing without a black one. But um, that's how I've been feeling. It's just a whole bunch of things are going to happen. Things are going to get done. And then more things that push us back as a human race happen because these people feel like they have the right answers and because they're in a position of power to, you know, dictate and, you know, you know, get laws passed and get people to, to make votes and shit and start wars and um, end wars and, you know, just a whole bunch of, you know, shit in between. So my relationship has been like a strange. It's like, it's like a bad marriage. You don't want to get divorced, but you know you in this bitch until you know, uh, until you know. Oh, I, I'm honestly, bro. I was just gonna say, um, I think this thing was kind of clarified everything. But one thing I will say, I just find a little bit of if of hypocrisy happening within the government as of lately because i'm just like for a government that that prides themselves on on running things a certain way i feel like the things that they're complaining about this doesn't make sense to me i'm just like at the same time you see the predicament that's happening like you it's an obvious situation that's going down right now and i feel like they're dragging their feet i think one of the biggest things that I've realized throughout this entire pandemic, if nothing else made sense to me, is how helpless we really are and how much control we really have in this system. Like, if nothing else has become relevant, it's that. Like, you're really in a helpless position. Like, there's, if if they don't want it to happen, it won't happen. No matter, no matter, like, what can you really do? Like it doesn't matter which government body is is which which particular party is in is in power. It's a matter of what agenda they're trying to push and what and <laughs> what they're trying to achieve. You feel me? And and for people to be like for these rich white men who pride themselves on capitalism, 
to sit there and say to the American people who fund that said capitalism to be like, we're not going to give these people no money because we don't think they need it versus people who blatantly break a tax system so they could keep more of their money in their pocket instead of paying what's needed to actually push. Huh? Yeah, like, that's cool. Like, oh, that's fine. You know, we're going to give a tax break to this billionaire who's going to save billions of dollars and not even spend it back in the economy. But they're not going to put money in people's pockets to help fund that said economy. It is what it is, man. So Jada Kiss has been, his voice is used now on the MTA to give the COVID message. How much has hip-hop influenced and infiltrated politics in 2021 because we're seeing i feel like at least for the i mean since barack obama at at, at minimum we've seen right. hip-hop be used and or be an element of political parties trying to gain power we even seen donald trump use little pump as one of the artists on his major stage which was obviously a hip-hop artist um to garner votes. I don't know who the fuck he was trying to get votes from, but nonetheless, hip hop seems to be at the forefront of politics lately. I mean, Cardi B definitely had a lot of meetings with Bernie Sanders. Fucking Killer Mike made a whole fucking political statement in his um in his uh uh Netflix um joint. Um what was the name of that shit? Uh Trigger Warning. And um where he talked a lot. I think one of the episodes focused on politics. Actually, like one of them, like you know, because he had four of them. Um, and then he also had he also had segments where he sat down with elected officials and Bernie Sanders himself. So which, by the way, shout out to Killer Mike. Killer Mike is a very educated person. He's not just a rapper. He's very, very educated. Um, but I think uh, X makes a great point ever since, you know, Barack Obama took that, you know, the highest you know seat, the highest or the highest office in America. Everybody's, I think, political wheels started to change. You know, young Jeezy's wheels started to change. Jay-Z's wheels started to change. You know, Nas was already kind of on that wave. Um, Talib Kweli was already on. So you just had a lot, a lot of these rappers at the time putting whatever they were feeling more into the music, trying to get people politically stimulated, uh, politically invigorated, and politically in the conversation. Even if you didn't know what the fuck Kendrick or whoever was talking about, you still was like, what is that? And whether you are a fan or not, you kept hearing it over and over in the records you probably researched it or you probably went to a rally that was talking about it or maybe you heard them use a term that had to do with like maybe some type of law, some type of policy that somebody was trying to get passed or trying to get enacted into politics. And you, you know, went to the press conference or you went to the police precinct and you asked these questions, whatever it was, hip hop plays a significant role in politics. And I think because of the artists that's coming up behind, um, you know, the uh, the millennials today, like Generation Z, like these artists coming up now, and even the, the artists coming up under Generation Z, they're going to be the ones to kind of pull the veil off the government more and more until, you know, we get some type of um, shit, hip hop type of office or hip hop situation involved in politics. You know, so we can have more of a musical voice because our voice right now is just with the music. If we can get actual hip hop people in some of those elected seats in, in, in some of those cabins, you know, what I mean, in, in some of those rooms where they're making these laws, we're talking a different hip hop. I'm going to just and say one thing. And I can't bro. believe I can't believe I just said that. That that was fine. I I'll, I'll just say this one thing and I <laughs> and I'll just bring it 
keep it simple for it. The hip hop and the urban culture weren't relevant until social media made it relevant to the political world. At the end of the day, these politicians realized that until the early 2000s, they the reach of an artist was controlled by the label. Social media came and that artist had now access to their fans directly, not just through music. So the influence became much more tangible after like 2009, 2008, when Obama, what the, what the Obama campaign showed everybody is that the hip hop culture actually has reach and influence that they themselves can't touch because they're not, they're not connected. They're not connected to the culture. They don't know. Good. <clears throat> exactly. Like, until that point in time, bro, these men, these white men sitting in Washington is disconnected. They don't know shit that's happening within the urban culture. But how do they appeal to the urban culture? By manipulating and using the influence of this culture to tap into that young person that otherwise they would have had no way to actually tap into. And that's just the reality of it right there. So... Before we go, um, now, I hope y'all were able to safely uh, jump in and out of the market during the GameStop uh, situation with Robin Hood. But I was talking to one of my friends and I hit him up the other day and they were like, yeah, I just lost some stock. And I told them. Beforehand, we had a whole conversation. And I told them, I said, hey, that market's not 100% safe. So make sure if you're doing it, you know, you're watching, you get what you can get, and you dip out. Now, honestly, for those who don't know the stock market that well, um, I guess we could try and go into a little bit of detail in a second. But in all honesty, all honesty, if you didn't jump in in the beginning when it was on Reddit and the stock was $12 or lower than that, I think it might have been $2 at some point. You didn't really get the come up. You, you might have made a couple dollars, but the come up came from buying $102 stocks, $200. Big fat. And seeing that jump to it being $400 worth of stock for each one of the things that you bought. That's how you got the come up. That's how you get So if you came in when the stock was at 300 and you saw it go to 470 or whatever, it stopped that, you made a little money. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you definitely came out on top. But you had to be there when Reddit first kind of put the community together do what they did with that being said pull pull out y'all it's 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 over like it, there was no I, again i guess we could kind of talk about stocks uh, in somewhat depth in a second but there was nothing ever backing that stock that was going to keep it propped at that price there's nothing about gamestop that values the company at four hundred dollars five hundred dollars worth of stock so Essentially, it was all about all of the big people who wanted to go at the hedge funds. Whenever they decided, fuck it, I'm over it, is when that, that stock was going to drop. And that's exactly what happened. 
So I don't know if y'all want to add into it, but the last time I checked, the stock was between $72 to $53, which is still better than its original $2 or $12. But um, if you got in there when it was three worth $300, you definitely lost the bag. I don't, <clears throat> I don't, I don't have much to say, man. Like you said, stock is a buy and sell market. You got to be, people think you can just jump in the stock, but the reality is you got to know when to buy and when to sell. It's not a market for you to buy and keep unless you have the foresight and that's a risk to take. So like I always tell people, I wish I had gotten into Bitcoin when it was two grand a share. You feel me? Or two grand a coin. Imagine that now that shit is at 42 K right now. So, you know, certain certain stocks you gotta know when to get into and have the foresight like i i wish i really was on cryptocurrency back when it first really was getting there i i didn't think it was going to be so stable to the point where it's at now but it gets to that point so stock market is buying and selling it's hard to determine those things that's not always the easiest thing to to figure out because cryptocurrency is another thing that that's literally based off of how much people decide they want to value it. There's really nothing backing it besides that. Yeah, the good. The, I mean, it's it's here to stay though. Take it is here to stay. It's not the out. it's not the GameStop situation. But literally, what is is pushing the actual currency is just people how they look at the currency and how valuable they see the currency. Facts. It, it's, it's nothing else there for money. for Bitcoin. It's just digital money. It's not even real. Like it's literally just numbers. It's binary. Numbers. But when you get so, a million people saying that this is worth something, then it becomes worth something. <laughs> Yo, you imagine you got in that shit and you got that shit a hundred shares of Bitcoin or a hundred bitcoins rather, and you got that shit when it was like a G each. You know what type of come up you got right now, bro? Jesus Christ. You're a millionaire. I mean, that's, that. that's been that's been the thing for a lot of people. But um all right, so we'll save some of this stuff for the next time. We are back. Season three is officially on and popping. Uh, Distinguish, what is the tough knot? The tough knot is don't get mad at people when they want to call it quits. Sometimes the real winner is you. Dad would say uh, that there is always enlightenment at the end of a difficult time. Times often are difficult in order to kind of help you grow, let you become the individual that you're supposed to be and to self-actualize and just maturity. Like you, it's hard for you to mature when everything is easy for you, hard for you to evolve if you don't have to work for it. So whenever you are faced with difficulty, don't take it as you potentially, uh, you know what I mean? Just going through a hard time, but understand that there's always going to be a lesson in an area of growth within that. And that is what dad would say. We out.